The content of the following program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or cure. Always consult your physician or a health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. It's Wellness Wednesday, brought to you by Crazy Water, and welcome to One Life Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Jerry, hut hut. Hut hut. <laughs> and why am I saying hut hut? <laughs> uh, because we got Gronk. We got Chris Guy. No, I'm so thrilled to be talking about football with Chris Gronkowski. Chris, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> hut, hut. And Happy New Year, Chris. How you doing? <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm, I'm doing good. Doing do you yeah. ever get tired of the football references? <laughs> do people do know. that to you on the street? They're like, hey, Gronk, hut, hut. <laughs> yeah, they want me to like spike everything and break everything. And <laughs> get a little crazy, but it's all good. Hey, yeah, you know, you got to love football. I mean, I always make football to me is like life. There's so many analogies there. There are, you know, you know, you base it on like 100 years, 100 yards. You get you get a quarters in your life, right? At halftime, you reevaluate, you know, right? <laughs> Have you ever thought about it like that, Chris? Uh, I mean, I always that's kind of the business for me is like it's like a football team. That's kind of yeah. how I see that. So Absolutely. I definitely relate a lot to it as well. Well, let me introduce you for those that maybe, I don't know how they could not know you who you are, but Chris Gronkowski is the owner and inventor of the Ice Shaker vacuum-insulated bottles that hold ice for over 30 hours. In 2017, Chris and his brothers successfully pitched Ice Shaker on Shark Take, ultimately partnering with Mark Cuban, who helped grow the brand nationally. Before founding Ice Shaker, Chris Gronkowski played in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys, Indianapolis Colts, and Denver Broncos. All right, so let's talk a little football. How about them Bills and how about them Cowboys? Wow. Yeah, that was that was some it was it was a crazy week. It For was games, playoff games. I mean, I thought there would be a lot of blowouts. There was a lot of really close games. There was third string quarterbacks just slinging it out there. Uh yeah. it was it was a pretty impressive and fun uh first the first week of the playoffs to to watch and I I, I found out too that, you know, it's pretty much the most perfect promo ever but my brother's kicking a field goal at halftime no and uh, now that everyone wants him to come kick for the the cowboys oh wow oh no that <laughs> would be so cool is he gonna do it oh that's so he's he, he actually has a partnership with um FanDuel where they're uh oh, okay he's doing a live kick during the super bowl uh and if he makes it they're giving out a lot of money so oh wow uh, how cool, cool is that promo that just happened to happen at the same time, the Cowboys kicker missed, you know, multiple yeah. extra points. So, oh, I know. It uh, was it four. I can't. Even, it was, yeah, yeah, it was it four. Was four. Right? I was going to say four, and I was like, "There's no way it was four because that's so many." But um, yeah, kind of, kind of crazy. It was they crazy. Timed up like the perfect promotion ever for a crazy moment like that to happen, where someone misses four extra points. Yeah, yeah. It was. I've never seen it before. I don't think. If I have, I don't remember it. But and uh, Tom Brady. That was la- his last game. Uh, I really felt for him. And you know, I wanted to ask you, what what is it? What do you think Tom Brady was feeling? What were you feeling? Did you ever know that it was going to be your last game, and and have to deal with that emotion um, on and off the field, like on live television? Yeah, that's tough, especially when you have a twenty plus year career. And yeah, uh, yeah you're, 
you know, maybe the best to ever do it. But uh, at some time it has to end. I'm yeah. glad uh, it, it's not ending. If it is ending at this point, I'm glad it's not ending from injury because that's normally oh, yeah. how it goes. But, um, yeah, for the most part, most guys don't know yeah. when it's going to be their last game. Uh, yeah, they end up getting hurt or uh, something, you know, uh, they get cut or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. the next thing they know, they're not on a team anymore. So uh, to actually have the opportunity to choose your last game, uh, I think it's probably a lot more emotional because, you know, you know it's kind of over and you're making oh, that yeah. decision yourself. Well, and it's uh, never so, over till it's yeah. over, though, right? I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah. did come back, right? And, you know, I felt I, I felt yeah. for him because you know this. Uh, anybody that knows football knows this. You know, he didn't have, like, the guys that he'd worked with, with for years, like your brother Rob, for example. If Rob would have been on the field with them, they would have easily, I think, uh, handled the Cowboys. Do you think? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just I, saying. I would love to say yes. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but um, it's, tough. it's tough to tell. I mean, playoff football is a lot different as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a different game because, you know, he has all that experience and he knows what it takes in the playoffs to win. And right. A lot of times a team that isn't as good in the regular season kind of gets healthy and they were, you know, they were healthier at their center back. And um, you kind of just get in that lockdown mode and uh, you become a dangerous team out of nowhere. So right. uh, I, I saw that still as a possibility. And, um, you know, Cowboys are very, very talented and, Oh, they are. Kind of just from the opposite way where uh, in the playoffs they just kind of haven't figured it out and all that talent uh, kind of yeah. just did, didn't really um, get used the correct way. But uh, they came out and they looked amazing. That's a, that's a defense that's going to be uh, it's definitely tough to, to deal with. And defense wins championships as well, and they have a great offense. So uh, yeah. this, could, this could be a good year for them. Yeah, I am. You know, I'm hoping the best for both uh, the Bills and the Cowboys. Would that be insane if they ended up in the Super Bowl again? But this time, the Bills must win. Sorry, all you Cowboy fans. Come on now, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta root that for the Bills. Be- Those emails go to Bernadette at, <laughs> at One Life Radio. Life Radio. <laughs> Don't hate me. Don't hate me for loving my team. You, I love both you teams. Would definitely, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be a crazy game. That would be like the all-time throwback. That game would be about. Yeah, oh my god! In two seconds, those tickets would be super, super expensive. Yeah, no. Last night I was actually looking through some old pictures uh, with my well, my eldest daughter's boyfriend came to pick some stuff up. He was in town to record a podcast, uh, and anyway, I found these old pictures of me all in my cowboy garb with my first husband. And they, I was like, oh my gosh, we used to go to the games and just. I told you this before on the air. I used to go nuts when, and I would try to get the crowd because I'm a Buffalo girl, okay, or a New York girl from, and Buffalo was my team, so you know how the Buffalo fans are. And and to me, oh my. Gosh, when your when your team is down, that's when you you really rally, right? You get behind them, you support them, and that has a profound effect on the team as they're playing. Especially, you know, it's a momentum game, right? We all know that. And um, the the fans used to look at me like, "Sit down, would you?" You know. <laughs> And I would try to get them all riled up, like, come on, come on, defense, you know. And uh, But I don't know. Uh, it's just a difference in teams. But you can't take that out of the girl, right? You can take her out of the state, but you can't take it out of the girl or the guy. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, if, you, not if you grew up going to Buffalo games. That's just, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's just a different level. But, yeah, yeah you got you got to get beyond the – I mean, when your team's on defense, it does make a significant difference if there's a lot of noise. Yeah. Uh, there's times – you got the game plan for it, especially a really loud stadium. And it, there's times when people are screaming so loud that it, it kind of echoes on the field. So all that yeah. kind of comes to that point where you're in the middle of the field and you're just getting 
absolutely blasted by all the sound that people are creating. And it, it almost turns into just sound waves. You can't hear the quarterback. Uh, you got to go to signals only. And um, it's hard because then yeah. the defense can really uh, affect you. They could time up the snap a lot easier. Uh, it's hard to communicate. And so when people are screaming, and when your team is on defense, like it, it does, it does actually. It makes a difference. Help. Yeah, and I think the Buccaneers uh, fans uh, could have gotten behind Tom a little bit better. You know, they, I, I feel like they were all like they had a doom and gloom. You could feel it. You could feel it through the television, right? You could see it. Like they were not rallying for their team. But okay, uh, we can stop talking about football. I got my I got my fix for today. <laughs> there we oh, go. I didn't get to I didn't get to ask <laughs> my. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> Go a little longer, Jerry. Let's t- let's oh, hear no, it. No, 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 no. That's fine. That was just you were talking about the doom and gloom in Tampa Bay and all of that. Yeah. They had Brady. It's it's, it's a bad joke. I was just going to ask if they checked no. his balls. I was just you know. <laughs> I love They're it. Inflated. Oh, maybe my god. Now. I'm not sure. Well, I think everybody was watching that game. Anybody that loves football. I mean, I know I was looking forward to it. But I have to say, you know, it didn't matter to me whether Tom uh, Brady won or lost the game. It was about him setting an example of what it's like to continue to do what you want, even at the end if you are maybe not as good as you were when you were younger, but seeing the whole process through. And who knows? He could come back. I, if anybody, he's like Jesus. He keeps coming back, right? I'm, that was kind of a bad joke, but <laughs> Bernadette at <laughs> OneLifeRadio.com. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! You could have everyone emailing you after this episode. <laughs> I know. I might well, even know, send one over just oh, for fun. Do it, do it please. <laughs> do, please do it. I'll, I'll send you the picture. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to go to break. I'm going to dig myself out of this hole. We'll be right back. More coming up with Chris Gronkowski. We're going to hear about the Ice Shaker Eight Week Challenge. Stay tuned, everyone. You are listening to One Life Radio. If you miss the show, not to worry. You can always catch the podcast after the broadcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. Be sweet, barricade. <laughs> In today's environment, books provide the most reliable means for disseminating knowledge. Children's Health Defense Publishing offers titles written by foremost authorities and courageous voices who speak the truth despite criticism and consequences, often at the expense of their careers. Here are the latest must-reads in the fight for truth. The courage to face COVID-19, preventing hospitalization and death while battling the biopharmaceutical complex by true crime writer John Leake and prominent research cardiologist Dr. Peter McCullough. Lies My Government Told Me and the Better Future Coming by Dr. Robert Malone. And Cause Unknown, the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 by former BlackRock fund manager Ed Dowd. Get your copies today at skyhorsepublishing.com and listen to the show every Monday with Mary Holland, president of Children's Health Defense for updates and deep dives into these new releases. That's skyhorsepublishing.com. Back with more positivity pouring out your speakers. It's One Life Radio. All right, everyone. Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell and Chris Gronkowski. We are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia as well as KMET. I love that song. It's Southern California. Oh, 
on ABC News Talk. <laughs> I love the music. Oh, my gosh, Jerry, you're so fabulous on the music. But we've got a great show here today. At the half, we've got Shelly Gardner coming up. We're going to be talking about developing processes to live with intention. But we've got Chris Gronkowski continuing on with us. We're going to be talking about the Ice Shaker 8-Week Challenge. Chris is the owner and inventor of the Ice Shaker vacuum insulated bottle that holds ice for over 30 hours. And before founding Ice Shaker, Chris played in the NFL for the Dallas Cowboys, Indianapolis Colts, and Denver Broncos. Their website is iceshaker.com or on Instagram at iceshaker. Okay, so, you know, the, the new year can be a great time, Chris, to kick off a, a fitness routine, right? But it can be really hard to stick with. So you guys at Ice Shaker have come up with a challenge to help people stick to their goals in the new year, and it's called the eight-week challenge. How does it work, Chris? Uh, yeah, that, that's exactly how it works. It's, um, it's an eight-week program we put together just uh, anyone can sign up for, you know, before and after photos and uh, full workouts. We've partnered up with a couple uh, really cool companies. One of them's actually right here in the Dallas area called Icon Meals. Oh. Uh, so meal prep company where you can just, um, you know, you could, you could buy the food, healthy options. It's super easy just to heat up and uh, all freshly made, all freshly cooked. I visited their facility, all FDA approved. Nice. Uh, really cool, really cool um, place. Just great food as well. Uh, and then a couple supplement brands as well. And then we partnered up with uh, our other brand called Gronk Fitness, uh, which is a fitness equipment company. Yeah. And um, we used some of their, their, their head trainers over there to put together an eight-week program that I'm now on day 17 with. Uh, so it's been it's been great. Uh just anyone could go on and, you know, you're going to get your workout and your weekly workout sent to you and it's all free. And it's just uh, to hopefully help you get on back, back on track and get into some kind of routine so that you can live a, a healthier, hopefully more in shape 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We could all use that. And so how did you come up with the challenge? What, did you did you come up with it on your own? Did your brother help you? Did Papa Gronk uh, have any input on it? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we always, as a family, are always, you know, you got to one-up each other and you always <laughs> got to be in shape and talking trash. And uh, that's kind of how it always happened. So since day one, you know, way back in the day and kind of how my dad started his fitness equipment company was because uh, we were working out. You know, we were down there um, in the basement lifting against each other, seeing who could lift more. And um, you know, that's kind of how it always was. So now that I'm done playing, it's now, you know, how do we compete? It's you know, who, who looks the best, who's the most jacked, you know, who's in the best shape kind of thing now at this point. So uh, all that kind of just comes out naturally. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, we got some tunes going. Was that the NFL tunes? Wow. <laughs> jamming out over here. Where Where are you right now? Are you are you at a gym somewhere or are you at your house? No. Oh, I thought I thought you put the background music on. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that I, was, that was uh, you know, he's talking about working out and, you know, all that. That's the, you know. Is that the spirit yeah. in the sky? <laughs> there it is. I was getting hyped up. I love That's it. That theme music. Oh, yeah. dun, 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 so, yeah, I love so that. All that. It oh, was just uh, New Year, and uh, you know, every year, I mean, you got to get something to get you going. So, yeah, uh, my team was like, "Why don't we do a challenge?" And really, it's just it helps just the community build. Is really what it comes down to. How can we help out our audience as much as possible? Uh, while also challenging ourselves uh, and, and everyone in our own company, too. And, yeah. of course, I wanted to, to jump all over it myself. So, uh, yeah, it was just a great challenge for everybody. And the goal of the challenge is to what? what is there, is there a, like a, a primary goal with little sub-goals? Or what's, what's the big, biggest, what's the goal 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, the goal, that, and of course, the one that everyone loves is uh, to lean up and uh, also you know, gain, to gain some muscle mass yeah. is kind of uh, what the ultimate goal was of the program. And then uh, the best before and after photo you know, gets, a, gets a nice little prize. So it's at this time, or this is our first challenge, uh, $500 from my shaker, 500 from Grunt Fitness. and uh, The best before and to, uh, after photos? Yep. Like yeah, the best so. before photos, you're like in like a oh, half no, shirt no. with your gut hanging out and you got like <laughs> buffalo wing sauce smeared all over your face. Yep. Oh and the after, you know, you're looking real smooth and tan and uh, uh-huh. muscular. You got that fresh haircut <laughs> and you're stuffing the stomach in and, uh, yeah. you know, you might have lost some pounds. Yeah. Well, it's important to be lean for a lot of reasons and to be fit. You know, um, that's one of the reasons. I mean, even in playing football, we'll go back to playing football. The more muscular you are, first of all, the more successful you're going to be, the less injuries you're going to get. Right. Because your body's able to, you know, what is I don't know. What, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Jerry, what is that? <laughs> oh that wasn't me. That wasn't you. Sounds like there's a train. Um, <laughs> Pulling into the He's station. Got all kinds of sounds today. I know that, that was not me. I don't what know what that heck? was. Oh, no, that was my car. I was just oh. messing with you guys. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? It's like even even if you're not a pro athlete, if you slip and fall, you're less likely to get hurt if you've got uh, strong bones and muscles, right? To to catch you when you fall, if you will. That's one of the reasons, you know, uh, you've, you you know you have to do that to control injuries in the NFL, right? Am I wrong about that? Absolutely. You definitely need, if you want to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And we all need to perform, whether it's on or off the field. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female, you know, you got to take care of your health. It's absolutely your wealth. Um, And so, you know, uh, the goal, the challenge of the goal is to just, you know, gain muscle mass and get lean and feel good about yourself. Uh, Is it just a fitness challenge or is there any mental or emotional components to it as well? Um, This one is more of just, uh, just fitness at this point. Um, what I like about it and kind of how it's detailed out is it breaks it down. Uh, everything that you kind of need to get in shape, including uh, you know, really figuring out how many calories you need, how much you're burning, mm-hmm. uh, how you should be eating, when you should be eating. Um, it really does a good job. It's over a hundred pages in the challenge. I just break oh, down wow. how to really uh, you know, get yourself in great shape. Mm-hmm. Any particular um, type of exercise? Is it a combination of cardio with like hit training, or is it mainly weightlifting? And is it the same for men and women? And are women uh, encouraged to participate in the eight week challenge as well? I'm guessing, of course, yes. Or you'd get called out for being a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It is. It is geared more towards uh, lifting. Um, there is a cardio aspect of it as well, but uh, for the most part, in I guess what most people don't realize is if you are trying to lean up and tone up and uh, you know get in shape, it is it is muscle building. It is lifting weights. It mm-hmm. does significantly help, and it is going to burn a, a lot of calories. If you're just doing cardio, you will lose weight, but uh, you kind of you kind of become like skinny fat is almost what it is, where you don't have that that muscle and that tone. Right. Feeling yeah. targeted. Yeah. No. Um, there's. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and it gets harder. You know, uh, Dr. Joey Antonio, uh, you know him. He was on the show last week, and he was talking about the importance of the quality of the protein that you ingest. And also uh, leucine, I believe, is the or L-leucine is a very critical component in in building muscle mass. Do you know anything about that, uh, or is that part of the program? Uh, 
I, I think you cut out for a second there. My phone did. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, well, I was talking about Dr. Joey Antonio was on the show last week, and we were talking about the quality of protein, how important that is, and getting enough protein uh, in order to build the muscle that you that you need. And you do need muscle. You need lots of it to get through life. I think in order to be strong, like I said, whether you're on or off the field, if you slip and you fall, which it can happen to anybody, you're less likely to get injured if you have more muscle. Because you can catch yourself, right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> going back to the, the whole protein and macros aspect of it, it's all uh, there's a full guide of it in this program as well that really helps you break down how much you need. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're training and lifting weights and, and how much protein you should be consuming uh, for your body weight um, and, and your your sex as well, so that mm-hmm. you optimize your weightlifting. So what does a what does a day or a week look like on the challenge? Like you get up and you just start eating chicken breast, or I mean, what does it look like, or a bunch of eggs? <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, you definitely want to get your diet down, um, but workout wise and for the day, it's um, it, the workouts take about fifty minutes, is what I'm seeing, um, not including okay. any type of cardio. And then um, it's five days a week. Uh, it's a pretty cool split. So it's uh, two of the days are lower body and three of them are upper body. Okay. And then um, you, know, you have two full rest days, which actually help. Um, it, it is something that you do need to do. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're working out every single day, you're not resting, you're not giving your body that time to recover. So um, a lot of people, when they do this stuff and, and they really try to go all in on a new plan, they think they have to do it all day, every day, and mm-hmm. don't realize that you do need to still give yourself some time to rest and recover. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard of Icon Foods before. Do they also facilitate people that eat more plant-based? Like, is it just, I, I know about it, but I haven't read about it in a while. I think somebody told me about it about a year ago. What do they package up besides, like, uh, meat? <laughs> yeah, you, you should definitely go check it out. It's actually a really cool tour. Um but yeah, any any type of dietary restrictions they can help with. Um, oh, good. So they they have everything from vegan, gluten free. Um, it's oh, cool. a completely FDA approved meal prep facility. Everything's actually cooked uh, fresh, so they bring in fresh meat. It's not frozen, uh, and they're actually cooking and preparing it there. And nice. The people cutting and 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 really weighing and uh, portioning out all the food. They're actually in a freezer doing it. Uh, wearing snowsuits, so um, it's pretty. <laughs> really, it's pretty. It's pretty impressive to see. Wow, and so yeah, and so yeah. I, I like I said, I, I've seen it before. Not the facility, but I was. Uh, somebody sent me a, a you know a link to it to check it out um, back about a year ago, and it was it was really cool because time is money too, right? And and if you want to have success um, on a fitness challenge, uh, you you have to eat well. We know that it's not just exercise; it's diet. The diet is really what facilitates the muscle growth, right? With all the. Amino acids and critical amino acids, full-spectrum amino acids. And that's kind of what Dr. Joey was talking about from the ISSN, um, the International Society of Sports Nutrition. Um, and so anything else you want us to know before we go to break? Uh, yeah, just, I mean, for me, it's just get out there and do it. So it doesn't have to be the exact plan, but uh, yeah. just get out, start it up, have a plan. And uh, if ours works for you, amazing. If it doesn't, you can definitely modify it and make it fit better for you. But just get out there and, and, and start doing it. Yeah, just do it. 
like Nike, right? <laughs> right. Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, uh, listen, and our listeners can uh, find out where can they f- can find out about it at the ice or on Instagram at ice shaker. All right. And sign up and get in shape. So you are looking good in March. Now's the time to get started, right? Uh, get ready for spring break. <laughs> That's right. <Coming> quick. <laughs> All right. Hut, hut. We're going to end the game. <laughs> There it is. You could go all the way. <laughs> this is female Chris Berman on the spot. No, I'm just joking. You know, this is that was always my dream job is to be a commentator on the sideline. So you help facilitate that dream for me when you're on the air. Chris and I appreciate you jumping on with us. Thanks so much and always for all the fun that we have when you're on the show. And I encourage everyone to go to iceshaker.com. And uh, Chris, thanks again. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Have a great week. Welcome. You too. Have a great week. Uh, everyone stay tuned. We've got Shelly Gardner coming up. We're going to be talking about developing processes to live with intention. You are listening to One Life Radio. Follow us on social media at One Life Radio. Crazy Waters benefits have a history that runs deep. The legend is that in 1881, a woman who suffered from dementia would sit by the well and drink the mineral water all day long. People began to notice that the woman was not so crazy anymore. Had the well gotten rid of her crazies? The well became known as the Crazy Well and people from all over flocked to this magical place. Back in 1904, the famous mineral water company began bottling and distributing its mineral water. The benefits of these minerals all feed your body and mind what it craves. It's a natural sports drink without all the disruptive artificial flavors and sugars. You can find Crazy Water by visiting their website, drinkcrazywater.com. That's drinkcrazywater.com. Wellbeing Journal is a remarkable bi-monthly health publication esteemed by intelligent readers worldwide. It's available in print or digital, single issues or subscription. Its focus is on living a happy, healthy life and preventing or healing illnesses naturally. Preventing or healing cancer, arthritis, cardiovascular conditions, and digestive issues, as well as nutritional solutions for optimal health are regular subjects. Learn more at wellbeingjournal.com. Want to advertise on One Life Radio? Send us an email, info at oneliferadio.com. Contagiously positive. One Life Radio is back. All right, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette with Jerry Caldwell. And we are broadcasting live from Dallas, Texas on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. We have Shelly Gardner back with us today. She's been on the show many, many times. She is uh, a friend of mine, and she's incredibly smart. Love this girl. Shelly Gardner started Christmas Light Source uh, and their email, I mean, their their website. (laughs) Sorry. Their website is christmas-light.source.com, but she's the founder and inventor of Christmas Light Source. She has a master's degree in electrical engineering and has a successful realtor, uh, or is a, has been a successful realtor. I'm really uh, sorry, Shelley, I'm butchering your intro. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and enjoys doing life with her, uh, with her husband, David, and raising two teen boys. Her current passion is working with women who want to take a step and a leap to start their own businesses. Uh, Christmas Light Source is recycling, uh, and you recycle lights too. I was fascinated earlier. You were telling me you were on the Weather Channel on national TV. That's pretty cool. Talking to them about recycling uh, Christmas lights. I love it. 
Well, thank you. Yes, and it was cool, and it was really exciting, and it was nice to talk about a program that is our way of giving back to our community. So when you say recycle them, do you mean like send them to the plant or like repurpose them for other things? Um, well, what we're actually is sending them to a recycler to recover the copper and glass that are in these bulbs and, and cords that have, they're retired. They've lived a good life. Excellent. And, <laughs> so, and then what we do, though, is, you know, we take something that's normally headed for the landfill, and when we receive them, we group them together, take them to the recycler, and all of the money that we receive uh, from the recycler, we, tra- we convert those into toys and books and gifts for children. And so that, you know, so we get a good feeling and we keep something out of the landfill. I love it. It's such a great thing. It is. I was very impressed. And uh, that'd be cool to be on the Weather Channel live (laughs) national television. (laughs) But you didn't get to talk about the weather, right? (laughs) I did not. Yeah. uh, I'm not sure how much I could contribute to that conversation (laughs) other than it's hot. Yeah. It's hot here all the time. Oh, my gosh. uh, uh, well, you could have but, a shot right now. We're under a tornado warning, or at least we were. <laughs> I was about to say, it's Texas. We never know what the weather is going to bring. Oh, my gosh. No, we don't. But I love having you on the show. You're one of my smartest friends, and I love talking about all this stuff. So let's start off with what you mean by process or process. Uh, why is that so important? Well, another of uh, the process, processes are what we can use to convert our attitudes and to take our life from being purely reactive to proactive. So a a process or a process, if we think back to high school chemistry, there were certain steps that we were given to get to a goal. Or if we're cooking and we have a recipe, that's giving us step-by-step directions to keep us from going sideways and Mm -hmm. using the wrong ingredient or the wrong temperature, and it maximizes our results. Right. And I think we can, in the, in the same way that we can take chemistry and make that work or have a great recipe, we can apply the same principles to a lot of the things we encounter in our lives. Mm-hmm. For example? For example, um, like as a process, maybe we, you were speaking about fitness earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some, you know, I want to have stronger legs. So a process that I started uh, this month, in fact, January is a great time to start working on your processes or your habits, that every time I make a, every time I make a pit stop, I'll have a water break, I do 10 squats. Oh, so we nice. have a cause and effect. Yes, and mm-hmm. so my legs are stronger two weeks into January than they would have been otherwise. Yeah. Now, that is like the simplest process that we could possibly come up with but ultimately processes are going to be driven by our goals and what we want to see manifested in our lives Mm -hmm. and so so, go ahead oh no so that kind of determines where we're going to start as we develop these processes and define what processes are going to work for us we have to be keyed in into what our goals and dreams are Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what are proactive processes? Proactive processes, um, it's the opposite of whack-a-mole. Okay. Um, some, sometimes defining a proactive process can begin by defining what a reactive process is. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever felt this way, Bernadette, but do you ever look at your day and feel like you were just waiting for the next mole to whack? Maybe yeah, it's a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> I had a day like that yesterday. Yeah, and and things out things out of my control though, and so you're going to have days like that sometimes, right? Uh, it happens to all of us, and so it's yeah. important to be not to be reactive, as you said a minute ago. To to have us, you got to control your reactive processes. We really do, and it's well. Don't you feel like you could, if you didn't try to take it in hand? You could spend a year, two years, five years doing nothing but responding to things. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Think of all the wonderful things we can't get to because mm-hmm. we're always responding. Yeah. And so uh, as an example, we could choose how are we going to respond to that next text that we received, to the next email, mm. to the next instant message. We have a choice right there and a process that I personally am using is that I decided that I want to be more productive in my day because I have goals of improving my business, mm-hmm. goals of spending more time with my family, goals about being fit. I can't accomplish those things if I'm responding to every social media message, right. every message from a friend. As much as I love my friends, I can't be everywhere and do everything. Right. So I've limited, when I respond, I'm limiting my communication processes to certain times of day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given myself permission that as long as no one has lost a limb, I don't have to respond right mm-hmm. then. Yeah. No, I've kind of taught myself that uh, recently uh, through a uh, a guest that we had on the show that talked about being distracted, all these distractions that we have all day long. You mentioned social media, like alerts that we get, whether it be from our Chase, uh, you know, our Chase account or whatever it is, they can be very distracting and unnecessary. So the ones that are, how do you decide which ones are necessary and unnecessary and eliminate them and like get them off of your phone? That would be a good thing. That would be that would be a proactive process, right? Yes. And that is, you know, that question that you've just asked is really the crux of everything. It's the center focus, what's important. We can't answer that question unless we know what's important to us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, as we go through life, our situation changes. So that yeah. the goal and the things that were great for us 10 years ago may not be so great for us today. Yeah. And so the, the impetus, the, the prompting that we should receive is that we need to sit down and reflect. We take a piece of paper, take a, take, open your laptop and go to a document. But just brainstorm about all the things you always wanted to do. Oh, and yeah. I'm finding at my age... It's not too old. You know, sometimes we come to a place where we think we're done or we can take a rest. And I think that I'm just now getting started. You know, Mm -hmm. I have plenty of mojo. So rather than looking at what I haven't done or rather than holding on to dreams and goals from 20 years ago, uh, right now, any day we want, we can take the opportunity to redefine what's important to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I, I don't know, have you done that lately, Bernadette? Have you have you sat down and really rolled around in what you want for yourself? Yeah, no, absolutely. More now than ever, you know, raising kids for 26 years, uh, recently an empty nester. Yeah, it's something, you, you, so you, you, you get through the process, if you will, of sending your children off to college. Um, 
and then you say, okay, so I, you know, basically it's like, I'm, I'm single again, even if you're not single, but you're in your mind, it's like, okay, I ha I can do, I have time now to do the things that I've had on the back burner, if you will, or my aspirations, things that I really didn't have time for because I was too busy raising children, right? They take a huge amount of your time. So I have more time now. And yes, I have done that. And, uh, and I'm not through the process yet. I know what's important to me, but you know, it's hard to, um, um, you know, it, it, it's hard not to, and you, you, you know this, it's hard not to say yes to everything all day long when people, you know, need you or want you. You have to, I think part of this process is setting boundaries and, you know, letting people know that, um, not, not that you're busy, but that, because that's rude, right? You can't just tell somebody, hey, I'm too busy, but you have well, to somehow... Well, how would you suggest you get to the point where you, where you let someone know gracefully or graciously, um, I have a goal that I'm trying to reach, or I, I have an intention today that I'm trying to reach. And, uh, you know, well, I think in my experience, I think people are pretty responsive to just direct communication. Yeah. And maybe you actually do say, that sounds like a great idea. I'd love to discuss this with you. And if you're, if, if you're wise and you have a calendar and an appointment schedule next to you as you're working, you can say, I have a project that I'm working on. I am busy, but, mm -hmm. and I want to give you my full attention. Right. So why don't we set up a time to visit about that mm -hmm. and then choose a day and time where you can give that person your full attention. Yeah. But you actually give yourself permission. We, all, we need to all give ourselves permission to say, I'm busy. I can't mm -hmm. do that right yeah. now. And especially as women, I think we, we fail to remember that we can say, look, I'm busy. You need entertain yourself. And this is, I used to let my children get bored. And I used to let my children get bored and figure out what they wanted to do next while I was engaged in something that I had to do. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. It was hard, but now they're almost grown men who know how to entertain themselves. Right. You know, so to speak. Yeah. And, and then, you know, not every process is huge. Uh, not every process is setting up goals to start a new career or to take a vacation that you your dream vacation like those are great goals and you know your steps might be i need to save money so here's some processes or habits that i need to uh, implement so that mm -hmm. i can do those things that i want to do but sometimes your goals can just be small like your productivity to get to where you want to go is impacted by the environment or the space that you have so mm -hmm. you put processes in place to deal with laundry, to deal with dishes, to deal with paying the bill, to deal with simple things like investing. We have mm -hmm. so many tools today yeah. where, for instance, with investing, we can set things up automatically, put processes in place that work in the background all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of tools, we're going to talk about that when we come back from break. What are practical tools we can use and how do we know what processes to start with as well as what's the most important? We'll be right back. More coming up with Shelly Gardner. Uh, if you have to check out, you can always listen to the rest of the podcast uh, or the broadcast after the pod or the, the broadcast after the podcast at OneLifeRadio.com or your favorite podcast app. And if you want to reach Shelly, you can reach her at Christmas-Light-Source.com. We'll be right back. More coming up with Shelly Gardner, you are listening to One Life Radio. You're listening to One Life Radio. Make sure you check out our podcast and get to know the show at OneLifeRadio.com. 
Hey everyone, I have to share a story about how amazing Terraflora Advanced Care is for gut health. So my friend Liz contracted a debilitating intestinal bacterial infection about a month ago. Her doctor told her she could have died if left untreated. He prescribed a strong antibiotic that treated her infection, but unfortunately left her with terrible stomach bloating along with other intestinal issues. I recommended that she take Terraflora Advanced Care to help her replenish the good gut bacteria lost by taking the antibiotic. Liz said she could tell the difference in her gut immediately after taking the advanced care. Her stomach bloating went away and she could feel her gut working the way it's supposed to. She says Terraflora advanced care has been a game changer and she won't go without it. I hear stories like this all the time about Terraflora Advanced Care and all the Terraflora probiotics. I have been taking them for years myself, and I encourage everyone to visit Enviromedica.com to see their full line of probiotics and find the one that's right for you. That's Enviromedica.com. We're back. More of One Life Radio starts now. Everyone, <laughs> welcome back to One Life Radio. This is Bernadette Fiaschetti with Jerry Caldwell and Shelley Gardner. We are continuing our live broadcast from Dallas, Texas, on iHeartMedia, as well as KMET in Southern California on ABC News Talk. Uh, Shelley Gardner is the founder of Christmas Light Source. She also has a master's degree in electrical engineering and has been a successful realtor and enjoys doing life with her husband David and raising two teen boys. Her current passion is working with women who want to take a leap to start their own businesses. You can find her at christmas-light-source.com. Shelly Gardner. Okay, so we're talking about developing processes to live with intention. So how do we know, Shelly, what processes to start with? Well, what we can do, well, the first thing to do after we get to know ourselves by examining what we want to do in the future if we use those new lenses or glasses to take a look at our day, hopefully we'll see where we are or not or are not doing activities and building habits to get us closer to those goals. And then that should make new processes. You know, where I see uh, a weakness, a deficit, where I see that I'm not getting closer to my goals, that helps inform me about how to create a process. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, and because, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because, and, and for everyone, it's going to be different. I wish I had a hard and fast rule about where everyone is supposed to start. But, for instance, for some folks, if you can't, if you find yourself losing productivity in the beginning of the day, it could be something as simple as making sure that your wardrobe is ready so that you can mm. go into your closet, get dressed right away, uh, there was a wonderful book written by a military gentleman who said that you should wake up every day and make your bed. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, uh, What's his name? Me. I know that book. Um, I have it. Uh, yes. Good. <laughs> uh, what is his name? I can see the cover of the book. He's in his uniform. Uh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and it is important because it sets you up for the day, right? That you're, you're, you're proactive, if you will, uh, not reactive. You're proactive and you got something done right out of the gate. First thing, right? Exactly. Right out of the gate, your your bed is made, you're dressed, and you're up and going. Especially for a, a lot of McRaven. folks who are working. Pardon me, Admiral what? McRaven. Uh, Thank that's not, you. Yeah, though that's one of them. I think there's another one I'm thinking of. But okay. anyway, they both make their bed. <laughs> 
<laughs> first thing yes, in the morning, yes. right? <laughs> and that's a good, you know, I have a process where I write down, whenever I hear books, for instance, that I want to read, uh-huh. I have a process where I write them down in a specific place, and then I can take notes and check them off as I go, because I used to always lose track of books that I wanted to read. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't sound like much, but it's helped me recover time when uh, I know that if I have an open gap of time, I have a list of books that I can immediately go to and mm-hmm. see what's next or interesting for me at that time. Yeah. And that, and that speaks to tools. So people are wired in different ways. So some tools are great on our phones, on our laptops. I use a, a to-do tracker called Todoist. There's Evernote. There's a ton of uh, tools out there. And the best thing to do is to try them out until you find mm-hmm. something you like. Yeah. Uh, and I tend to change them every so often to gamify the process to make it new for me. Mm-hmm. And, what if, but then I, then I also discovered that pen and paper, nothing for me can replace a paper calendar. Amen, uh, sister. Uh, <laughs> on two pages. Are you this way as well? Oh, wait. We're going to get together tonight. You'll see. I, I have it right on my, you know, we have the office down. We beg, my, my house has basically been turned into a radio station and not station, but a studio. And then the office is at the kitchen table. Yes, I have. I got it at FedEx. The big, the big, you know, paper one that you write. It's got, gives you light, lots of room to write things that are important and things you need to get done. And I'm a big pen and paper person. I write down my, my weekly goals and my daily goals and my big monthly things on my big calendar. So yeah, I think it's important because I think the visualization part, and for me trying to have my phone on my body less or in my hand because of all the radiation, that's one of my goals this year is to try to not carry my phone around so much. So yeah, to answer your question. (laughs) Perfect. And and this also feeds into our original question about how do you know which process is put in place? I knew that I had to have a better process for my calendar when I missed a couple of appointments. Mm, I mm-hmm. that killed me. Yep. Uh, so I, I first, I figured out this is not working to have it on my phone. And then I tried one format that was half a page. You know, mm-hmm. it was a half page calendar. And then I figured out that was not large enough. I moved to a full page. I gave myself permission to try different processes mm-hmm. to get to something that would really work. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, and I, I think it's important, too, to, to pick certain days where you schedule social engagements, if you can, or so where you have, like, your regular appointment. Let's say you go and get a facial once a month or something like that or every two months, that you do it on a certain day so you always know that that day is reserved for, like, certain things. It helps me to, um, to put them in compartments and, and daily, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm not saying. I'm not... I'm not saying this very well, but basically pick a day that, that works for you where you do stuff that you, and you do it on the same day every month or every week. That's, that's a great idea. And I think that works for so many things. Uh, for instance, I blog on Mondays. To me, ah, that's creating, creating new content, taking photos for it, all of this stuff. This is a critically important part of what I do mm-hmm. um, with our business. And sometimes, because it's not urgent, if I don't write that blog, if I don't take those pictures, no one, you know, it's not burning the house down. Mm-hmm. But because those are urgent, they're, they're, un, they're not urgent, as Stephen Covey would say, but they're critically important. I get those out of the way at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a great point to make for folks. 
and knowing uh, and then combining when you are going to leave the house, getting things combined. So you have a process of running all of your errands at once. Mm-hmm. I think that's really useful to me because I save so much time. Yeah, and I think keeping your car really organized is important. That's something that I've I've always kind of known, but it gets away from you, especially I, I used to bring all my books with me. I used to have, not all of them, but, you know, when I used to go into the radio station daily, I, everybody would laugh about the back of my trunk. If you remember, you would open the, the back end of my car, and there would be like 100 books back there. You have a Literally. lot of junk in your trunk. <laughs> I do have junk in my trunk. That's right. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, but, and keeping your books organized, that's been a, a stumbling block for me as well because we cover so much content. I am working on it. But, you know, we all, we can't get overwhelmed by it, right, Shelly? We have to take each day, day by day, and take little little steps little processes as you said earlier in order to the, to get to the big plan or uh bigger processes or, <laughs> right you have to yeah. enjoy the little steps that go along and, the way to achieve the goal yes make room for the things that are really important so we're not just whacking moles all day long right and so what are practical tools that we can use we, we talked about tools before we went to break what are some of the practical tools that we can use Well, uh, some of the practical tools would be, like I mentioned, you know, a scheduler, but uh, a place to dump all your to-dos. So if you have a random thought, you can just throw it into Doist or to some piece of software or an open document that you don't have to worry about losing it. But then I uh, partner that with a paper to-do list that's part of my daily schedule. And I've also learned just pick five a day because if you can get five important things done, uh, you, you you're further you're further along than maybe than more than likely you were than the day before. So a great so a great to do tracker. Um, your favorite organizer is important, whether it's it's uh, in the virtual world or mm-hmm. something you can hold and touch. A practical tool that I think we don't often think of is the tool of having a group of encouraging people who uh, understand you are busy that you yes. can connect with to keep you accountable. Yeah. That help keep you um, focused, right? And as I, I'm reading your notes, not mine, on intentional living and share your dreams and goals with those people, uh, right? To be an encouragement to one another. That's the great big message here. And so glad we got to it before we ran out of time. But uh, I look forward to seeing you tonight and having you back on the show uh, when time allows. <laughs> Put that. Yeah. All right. Well, take care, everyone. Shelly Gardner, thank you so much, everyone. You can reach her at Christmas dot or not dot dash light dash source dot com. It's not just Christmas lights. It's beautiful lights all year round. Check it out. Everyone, you get one body, you get one mind and you get one life. Get out there today and make the most of it.